Yeah, so basically what it comes down to is, remember those two people that were with you at 5 o'clock? <laughs> we're still here. We're still here. Yeah, just kibitzing, doing what we do. Uh, it is the sports book here on 760 WJR. A pleasure, as always, to have you here with us. And again, special thanks to our good, good friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort for their support of everything that is the sports book. Okay, now we are at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, this baby is going to tee off the fourth edition come Thursday with what is going to be a stellar field. Let's break it down, shall we? Always look forward to our conversations with Mr. Jason Langwell. He is the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Jason, uh, so happy you were able to find uh, five, six minutes to talk with us because you, sir, have got to be very busy right now. Hey, hey, Jamie, good to be with you. Yeah, it's a busy time of year right now. Got a few things on the plate. Team is uh, working hard. Golf course looks amazing. Um, weather forecast looks even better. And um, maybe even a little bit better in our field somehow. So we're, we're I'm telling you, we got the best event plan in store, and um, the energy is really building up out here at Detroit Golf Club. I don't know if it's better than the field. The field's pretty darn good this time, starting with Patrick Cantley at four. I got to tell you, I mean, having Patrick here for the first time is special. Excited to see what he does out here in this golf course. Cameron Young, of course, being out there at the Open Championship, finishing runner-up at Will's Alatoris. Had a little bit of Heartbreak Hotel this year, a couple of second-place finishes in majors as well. I mean, that's just to name just a couple, right? I mean, Ricky Fowler's back. I talked to him today. He feels like he's finding his form. Uh, Kevin Kisner always plays well here, loves it out here. Gary Woodland, um, you know, last time he was out here, he was coming off an open U.S. Open win and just showed up exhausted and excited to get back out here for his second trip to see if he can make it around and, and perform well at the Trek Golf Club. So, like you said, it's the best field we've ever had. Uh, the weather's perfect. Our field is perfect. And uh, we're, in, we're in store for just the best event we've ever had. And, Jason, we will add, you got to say, as it stands right now, the hot hand on the PGA Tour, Tony Finau, winner of the 3M Open uh, in Minnesota just this past weekend and starts the action five shots back and able to put it together. And poor Scott Piercy, that's another story for another time. But uh, Tony yeah. Finau, a class act, happy to have him in the field. Yeah, really excited to have him coming off a victory. Love to see him go back to back. Fans love him here. He's been in the field before. Actually played in our fall classic a couple of years ago as well. So he's had a few trips through. Uh, it feels like he's got a really good feel for the golf course, and um, he's excited. Obviously, playing some of his best golf yet to date, and someone that all the fans love, and someone that's coming out here feels like he can get it done this week. So really excited to have Tony in the field. Jason, have you talked to Adam Scott? Oh, for crying out loud. Did he ask about me? You know, it didn't come up. Uh, He was a little more concerned about where player family dining was and where he checked in and some of those details, Jamie. But uh, I'll I'll be sure to bring it back up. He did look like he had something else he wanted to ask me. So it might have been that. Um, It also could have been when his courtesy car, where his courtesy car was located. But I'm not sure. But um, I'll... I'll, uh, I'll be sure to ask him the next time I see him. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Jace, going into the fourth Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, I know you find folks uh, begin on the next year event right after the event shuts down. Uh, does yeah. it boggle your mind how quickly it gets here? I mean, 
I remember having a conversation with you, my friend, back in January and, yeah. you know, looking forward to it. And then probably another conversation in March. And now all of a sudden it's here. That's something else. Yes, yeah. it really is. You know, PJ Tour events have arguably the longest off season in all sports, right? Um, we've got essentially a four days of competition. And then, you know, as it relates to competition, 361 days of off season. Um, but it does go by quickly. You know, we've got working with our partners at the Trade Golf Club. Uh, you know, we've got about 70 days or so to move in and build this amazing experience for Detroiters to come and enjoy the city of Detroit, help us to impact the outcome in Detroit, and then about 30 days to move out. So it flies by. So you've got about 95 days of real hardcore action of building out, but so much planning goes into it from our marketing planning to our recruiting in the off season. And, you know, we do it because it's for a great cause and, and the mission that we have. And the reason Dan Gilbert brought the event to town is to impact the outcome. And it's what gives us the energy to power through it and makes the time fly by. We talked a lot in the past two hours about changing the course and all the good this does for the community. I have a question about what's new here on the course for fans when they come out in the next couple of days. Yeah, so we've got tons of great new experiences out there, Jamie, for fans. We've got the, uh, a treehouse we've actually built out on Hole 5 this year. We've got a new experience at a place called The Turn, which is in between 9 and 10 at The Turn. Uh, on the backside, we've got the Area 313 Village, the Area 313 Grove, new fan experience areas, tons of really cool new selfie stations. The merchandise tent is located at the it's right at the main entrance. We have a new bag valley this year. A lot of fans I saw carrying around a lot of their merchandise bags last year. We're going to allow them to check those bags this year to really enhance the fan experience so they can enjoy their golf club and maybe hold that high noon in their hand out at the high noon sun deck, which is a new uh, location we've got on golfers right at 17. So a lot of public viewing areas with great views of golf that we've built. So family and friends can enjoy their time out there this year. And fan experience is a big focus for us this year. And I feel like we put together an amazing plan to have everyone come out and enjoy the Detroit Golf Club and the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Via our last conversation, probably a month ago or so, Jace, uh, we were discussing ticket sales, and at that particular point in time, uh, they were absolutely brisk. And I would imagine as we get closer, uh, T-minus, what, uh, three days and counting till uh, teeing it up, uh, I would imagine that's still the case, huh? Yeah, they really are. I mean, I would tell you that I don't know if it was Tony's win we always see a bit of an uptick as we move into uh, tournament week. Uh, but we saw something yesterday we hadn't seen in our entire time today, almost two and a half times what we've seen historically, and those were pretty brisk paces. So we're pacing really well. Uh, we do have limited tickets available. Um, you can visit rocketmortgageclassic.com. We've got community days presented by DT Energy, open to the public, uh, free parking, free access on Tuesday and Wednesday. And I think that might be a part of what's filling up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with, uh, you know, just grounds passes starting at $70 uh, for our opening round. Fans can park on Tuesday at University of Detroit Mercy, Tuesday and Wednesday. And then on Thursday, they'll be parking down at Wayne State University. But we encourage everyone to get there quickly. Um, we expect, especially given the field that we have and, uh, you know, tickets and uh, to ultimately sell out as we head into the weekend and, really excited and I just the energy is just built up so much and ran into Will Zalatoris today and he's like I just can't wait to get out in this golf course his caddy went out and walked it called him and said look this is the best shape I've ever seen this place and so everyone's excited to come out we got a great experience for fans whether you love golf or you just love good old summer fun and uh 
I just can't wait to get started. I think you guys have been really lucky in terms of your champions and their stories. I mean, starting with Nate Lashley, oh, he was 132nd, and then he wins for the first time here. And then you had Bryson, who was the story, and then Cam Davis. And I just wonder what's going to happen this year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I got to ask that today, kind of a win play show. Uh, and, uh, you know, someone who's in the sport, I, I, I'm not allowed to, to, to game on it or bet on it or anything like that, but it's really hard to say. You know, Kevin Kisner always plays well here. Uh, obviously, Will and uh, Will Zalatoris and, and Cameron Young are on form. Uh, but we have had great stories. we got some young players, guys like Michael Thorne Bjornsson. Um, actually, Tom Kim uh, just got into the field yesterday, 30, 40th in the world, finished high up at the Scottish Open, made the cut at the British uh, Open, playing well. It's a wide open field because it's a great field. And I think that's going to make some really exciting golf uh, this weekend. And I'm, I'm excited to see the storylines play out. Jace, earlier uh, via the Mitch Album show, uh, we had a conversation with Lynette Dollar from DTE. And mm. uh, very important that we've discussed right now, Detroit Community Days. That is going to be going on tomorrow as well as Wednesday. Uh, and that is free admission to come out and check out all the action here at the Detroit Golf Club. It's an amazing deal. It really is going to be special. We've been wanting something we've wanted to do uh, since our first year concluded. We kind of sat down and said, what are some things we want to do to improve ourselves in year two? And one of them was say, how can we make the event more inclusive? How can we find a way to allow Detroiters to be able to access this amazing experience and do so in an affordable way? And, you know, we had some plans in place, and then COVID happened. We weren't allowed to have fans in 2020. So we put it on the shelf, and the ideas just improved. And our partners, Lynette, Paul Silver, the entire crew uh, at DT Energy stepped up and said, hey, uh, let us come in and find a way to help fulfill your mission of trying to make this as inclusive as possible as an event and sponsor our community days, sponsored by DT Energy. So it's going to be great. They've got some exciting things in store. I'll leave it at that when you leave the golf course, uh, there'll be some exciting things uh, that you'll be hearing about. They're looking to. Sorry, I'm walking downtown Detroit. Um, I thought you gave up drag track. racing. <laughs> yeah, you know, sorry, but I, I'm, I, I'm late for my tea time. Um, so, you know, we, uh, we are, he's apparently late for his tea time. So there's going to be some really exciting things on the back end as well. We encourage fans to come out. They'll be leading with something they'll really enjoy as DTE looks to light up the city. Um, and do the amazing things they've done for the community as well. This is not a question, more of a statement, and you can just go right past it, but the field is better here than at that live event elsewhere. Yeah, you know, look, I would say, look, I'll tell you this much. We will have unquestionably the best field this weekend as it relates to official world golf rankings, and unquestionably, um, you know, when you look at the type of depth that we've got top to bottom in terms of name recognition, uh, that's true of, uh, of most weeks on the PGA Tour. It's certainly going to be, and, and in golf, certainly going to be the case this week. Um, I think it's a testament to, honestly, nothing more than us having an amazing golf course, an amazing community, and an amazing reputation that we've built over the last three years with the support we've gotten from our fans um, and from the entire the city of Detroit and our partners at Rocket Mortgage. And so we're proud of what we've built. We're proud of what we've got here, and it's on display in a way all Detroiters to come out and enjoy this coming week. All right, Jason, uh, thank you, my friend, as always, for your time. Uh, we're going to let you go. 
so that perhaps you can grab uh, what has been, I'm sure, a very rare commodity in sleep. And look both yeah. ways on that busy street. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I will definitely do that. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for all the support. Look forward to seeing everyone out there. All right. Jason Langwell, Executive Director, The Rocket Mortgage Classic, with us here. We've got more coming your way as we continue with the Sportsbook here on 760 WJR. You know, a couple of other names here that you uh, got to include in the Rocket Mortgage Classic conversation. Uh, Jason Day, Matt Kuchar, for crying out loud. Love the way Matt Kuchar goes about his business. Yeah. I'm telling you, this field is fantastic. Whatever hole you choose to watch or if you follow a guy, you're going to get some good golf. Yeah, and uh, Jason Langwell, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I think he gets like uh, new father syndrome. Every time the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and you can relate to this, uh, you know, you, <laughs> Where work, are you, going with this? you work so hard, and then next thing you know, boom, mm. it's here. Yeah. He it seems to be like the hardest working guy. He is everywhere. Wherever you go, there he is talking about this event. Well, and as he mentioned, and, and this is probably the greatest indication of the fruits of his labor, uh, ticket sales, and he said some amazing things are going on. Yeah. Well, and there's brand new tents and brand new places to sit and brand new things to do to accommodate all those brand new people. Well, this program, as usual, being produced by the one, the only, Nicholas Roddy. And, uh, Nick, first of all, you had a uh, golf weekend yourself, didn't you? Uh, I guess you can call it that. We knocked the ball around a little bit. Quite the life you have. Um <laughs> Where was it up at Garland, huh? Uh, Shaney Creek Resort. Oh, yeah. Up in Bel Air. Good time, have I all? Not the week you did a couple weeks ago. No, this was not work golf, so I had to pay for this kind of golf. Oh, that's not as fun. You don't know what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, I've always said uh, there's only one thing better than golf, and that is free golf. I'll give you that much. Uh, But just to be out with your buds. Uh, that's always time well spent. Yeah, and the weather was perfect. I mean, this is the fifth year we've been doing a kind of buddies trip up north. We did uh, Lansing Eagle Eye to start it, and past couple of years gone to Shaney Creek, and they do it up, and yeah, it was a good time. Eagle Eye is a tremendous track. Oh yeah, I've that's probably that. my favorite. The favorite, my favorite course I've played so far. So uh, here we have tomorrow uh, Lions Veterans uh, report to uh, Allen Park. And lo and behold, another NFL season on the horizon. Great time of year, isn't it? It's the most positive time of year. Well, that yeah, that goes to show you it's training camp time in <laughs> Allen Park. Well, what are you looking forward to seeing? I mean, it's a big year for Jared Goff, and that's, I think, the number one, right? And I'm going to stick with my original assessment. Uh, I, I think, you know, we need Jared to be slightly better than average. And I thought we saw that uh, over the last... I think maybe third of the season last year. And, uh, you know, all he has to do is play responsibly. That being said, uh, and we talked about it earlier, I think he's going to be able to do what he does behind a top three offensive line in the National Football League, barring injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a conversation with Frank Ragnall last Thursday night about that at Eddie Merlot's, and he's very excited about that. And there's a lot of pride with this offensive line um, across the board. But there's also... Uh, other tools uh, offensively. Defensively? Eh. I feel like that's the question mark. Defense? Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, what does Aiden Hutchinson do? I mean, that that is going to go a long way and see how quickly this defense can reach maybe middle of the road in the NFL and then right. eventually the upper echelon. It's right? a big jump for a rookie. There's that. Plus, there's what's going to happen in the secondary. Am I the only one that still has faith in Jeff Akuda? I want him to do well. I want this to be a great comeback story for him. I think, you know, first of all, at that position, there's got to be a learning curve. And then there was the injury situation, not just an injury, but an Achilles, for crying out loud. I think he's just too talented to brush aside at this point in his NFL career right now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he'll ever live up to the pick he was taken at, which is probably not his fault. No, exactly. And as he reaches now, like he's becoming a veteran, that's unfair to judge him by that pick. He's now coming off an injury, like you said. He it's his second head coach. It's 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 a whole new system for him. You got to judge him. I I think on a different bar. I think anybody that thinks that Aiden Hutchinson, as talented as that kid is, and he, he proved it at Michigan against stellar competition. But I think I, I, I've had conversations with big Michigan folk that are under the impression he's going to get 14 sacks his rookie year. Guarantee it. Book it. I think it. that's a little bit of a hype. That's, that, if he does that, oh, unbelievable. It's not going to happen. No, I don't see that either. No, I think he is going to have a very good rookie campaign he's too good not to uh, but you go back to the secondary i'll tell you who i'm very very excited about that's amani Oruarie. the name's uh, hard to say it he's is an excellent it, player. It, it's taken me a thousand years to get it correct but you know what he was able to do last year on uh, a challenge team i thought was all the reason in the world to be very excited about his play i'm interested to see the new offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. I mean, he got a little taste of it last year. Uh, Dan Campbell was calling plays, but how different is this offense going to be under a new offensive coordinator? I liked the way Dan Campbell called plays last year. A couple third and longs were questionable, but other than that, yes, I agree. But what was he protecting? I think that's what it came down to. I mean, sure, there were some questionable calls, but at the same time, I thought he made it clear, my job is to try and put us in the best position to win and some of the things that he did mm, all right we haven't seen it in a while or in, in these parts but it was gutsy and for a team that was looking to win three four games right what do you got to lose why not was your mentality now how's it going to work this year i, I do we have an answer to that i, <laughs> I still think he calls plays well no why would they hire no i think I he think doesn't so. no you got to give out. the brand-new offensive coordinator a chance to do his job. I don't know. I mean, wasn't Campbell 3-3 three and three or 3-3-1 three, three and one when, when he called plays at the end of last year? Yeah. Not that that is a great record or anything. Well, and I think he's going to have more talent if he uh, decides to call plays this year. Yeah. And uh, Jameson Williams would be Well, big. you know, and, and, and you know, when's he going to be available? Obviously, right. you know, early in the preseason, they're saying. Uh, maybe shortly into the regular season, depending. Uh, medically, they can do uh, some crazy things with ACLs and what have you. So uh, I'm excited to watch him as well. You know, everybody says, well, he's going to lose a little bit of speed. How do you know that? Historically speaking, with other people who have gone through that surgery? 
Yeah, ACL, no big deal. He'll be just fine. DeAndre Swift. What said you earlier. said earlier. Pro bowler. Wow. Are you are you with me? All right, more likely to be a pro bowler. Him or Hawkinson? Hawkinson. Well, Hawk, yeah. <laughs> what? Big, big uh, confidence with, uh, with our tight end there. I, I, I do like him. He's I, so solid. He just looks like a tight end, performs like a tight end, blocks well. Um, but he, early on, I think, could be Goff's go-to guy more times than not. Yeah. P- little play action. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think you established the run game, uh, which they were able to do uh, going 3-3 three and three in their last six a uh, year ago. Um, I think uh, that's going to be the key for this team. Run the ball. Well, we'll see if our over-unders have changed as we go through training camp in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Did we make an over-under prediction? I feel like we did. Yeah. Uh, and Blake probably took the under. <laughs> yeah, as always. Mr. Negative. I got him winning seven. We said that, both over of six. I think I had over two. I think, That's no uh, fun. I think an outside chance of eight because their schedule is pretty conducive, is it not? Yeah, I mean, they're playing the last-place teams in the crossover division. Right. they finishing last. So there's that. All right, folks, more to bring you from the Detroit Golf Club as we celebrate the fourth edition of the Rocket Mortgage Classic here on the Sportsbook on 760 WJR. And the fourth edition of the Rocket Mortgage Classic will be teed up come Thursday here at the historic Detroit Golf Club. There were some big things going on yesterday as the John Shippen Golf Invitational uh, was here. Uh, Again, just to refresh your memory, the uh, John Shippen Invitational, uh, named after the first black golf professional in the United States. And earlier this morning on the Paul W. Smith Show, had a chat with the young fella who raised the John Shippen Invitational Trophy his name, Wyatt Worthington II. Wyatt, how are you again? Anything changed since uh, 8.35 this morning? Uh, uh, organized chaos. Just roll with the punches. So, yeah. Um, just have, like I said, just have a new puppy a uh, week and a half ago and just trying to get adjusted to that whole uh, rigmarole. So, all is well. I actually did some research on you. This is Jamie here um, and called a mutual friend of yours and mine, Jake Plezkowski down at Naples National and asked him what to ask you. Oh, you shouldn't have. Oh, all right. I understand you guys were college roommates. Guilty. Guilty is charged. Yep, 100%. Uh, He uh, said... He didn't say anything oh, bad. He said you're just a really great guy, and he's happy for you getting this exemption here in Detroit. Okay, so the checks are still going through for him. All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that this was uh, going to be inaudible, but no, yeah. Uh, I, what more can I say about Jake Puskowski? Uh Great player, great friend, great human being. Uh, you know, he's killing it over at a Naples National, well-deserved. Uh, I, I can keep on going now. Uh, as soon as he goes into a room, he, he definitely lights it up with uh, uh, great energy and laughter. So, yeah. Well, that's Sending actually all the kudos I can for Jake. What we were talking about earlier with um, one of our guests about just sort of the path to getting to on the tour or getting to being a pro, 
It's not that easy. Uh, I couldn't agree more, uh, especially the route that I kind of uh, went about. Um, I don't know who's listening or who has uh, heard my story, but I would introduce myself. My name's Wyatt Worthington. I uh, was a first-year Columbus uh, kid, and I got a lesson from Tiger Woods, and I always wanted to get inside the ropes, uh, but my parents told me to get an education, and I told them I wanted to become a professional golfer. So I lost that one and ended up going to college, <laughs> getting an education at Methodist University where I met Joe Kostowski, and uh, that, I don't want to say got thrown into the golf biz- business, but I got thrown into the real world. Uh, and, you know, since I didn't come from, I came from humble beginnings and I, uh, you know, had to work my way. So I spent, you know, countless amount of hours as a first assistant originally, then I caddied and I, I teach now and uh, I caddied in the wintertime and I spent every dollar resource that I possibly could save and, and, and invested it back into myself and, and tried to, you know, without my dream is to originally be on the PJ tour. And I love, you know, teaching and, and, you know, having that interaction, even cutting as well, too, you, you meet some great people. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, my passion as a kid growing up was always uh, to get inside the ropes and play against the best. Well, Wyatt, you are uh, living proof there, young fella, uh, that you could do both. Uh, you've got your education. Congratulations on that. And you are excelling <laughs> in this game of golf that you love. And by the way, in the process, you put up a 765 here at Detroit Golf Club yesterday. Uh, that was eight shots better than your round on Saturday. And uh, as we discussed this morning, Wyatt, you were able to, you know, just kind of live in the moment and maybe uh, block out any of the uh, any of the noise uh, after that round Saturday. And and that is not an easy thing in golf, is it? Uh, it really isn't. Um, they hear you actually saying that out loud. I guess I can get most improved. <laughs> um, from the first day compared to the second day. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, one of the, I guess, great things about golf is it teaches you so many valuable, you know, lessons, not only on the golf course, but in life in general. And uh, I think I kind of summon uh, some of that, and it's just being in the present and focusing on the task at hand. I think nowadays it's very easy to kind of get distracted. Um, you know, whether it be, you know, the fast-paced world that we live in, social media, whatever the case may be. And, and I knew I just had a, uh, you know, job uh, job to do on the course, and I tried to put my best foot forward. And, and luckily, everything kind of just went my way, and here we are. I'm talking to you again. So, yeah, <laughs> this is on. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. This is on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bless. Bless. Uh, eight, eight final round birdies, four on the final nine. You clearly – are great under pressure? Uh, I will let you tell it. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I wouldn't. I, well, I will say this. I enjoy uh, having like clutch moments and in, in those opportunities, uh, especially coming from a very competitive uh, background. And, and that's the moments we live for. I know uh, you hear, you know, all the other you know, which not only just golf, but athletes in general, you know, you, you practice uh, for, for those moments to, you know, make the last shot or the last putt on the green to win. And, and that's what it's all about. Get those juices swollen. So, yeah, it's just so happened. Like I said, that all the stars aligned and, and, uh, worked out in my favor. So I, I couldn't be happier. 
uh, Wyatt, for those uh, just meeting you via this conversation, uh, we'll let everybody know that you qualified for the 2016 and 2022 PGA Championship uh, as a club pro. This will be your first PGA Tour event without that designation. My question to you, uh, as we look forward to you teeing it up come Thursday, a mere three days from now, how much will you take into Thursday and that opening round in the Rocket Mortgage Classic? How much of that round from yesterday, the confidence that it took to put that seven-under round together, you're going to have that with you, aren't you? Oh, without a, without a question. I know uh, since we actually played it on the same course um, as Rocket Mortgage, it definitely helps that I have some good mojo uh, going in. But at the end of the day, uh, yesterday's home runs don't win today's game. And I still have a job to do. Don't get me wrong. I am, I, I've said this probably a thousand times, and I'll still keep saying this because that's where I truly feel that I'm blessed to be in this position and have this opportunity because without John Shippen and Rocket Mortgage to provide this, I wouldn't have this media outlet opportunity to talk to the good folks uh, such as yourself. So with that being said, I know that I have a, uh, a job still to do, and I know a lot of people uh, would be, you know, would trade my places in a heartbeat, and I don't take that for granted. Um, so I, with that being said, I can, you know, have a glimmer, if you will, or a little glimpse of a celebration, but I know I, I still have a job to do, and I need to get back to work. So. Was he listening to our Tigers talk about yesterday's home runs don't win today's games? I think he was tuned in. <laughs> you picked that we up. Exci- that, you picked yeah, that up. We- we are excited to see you here. I think your story is great, and I just love the backstories of uh, all these guys who are here. Thank, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I know uh, the twenty-two, or excuse me, the twenty-one individuals in the John Shippen uh, have really great stories and have amazing talents. And you know, uh, they very well can you know be on the PGA tour. But the one thing that I've I've noticed uh, hearing them say, and even coming from my background, is if we can just get the opportunity and uh, having some resources and access to, you know, play at the highest level, that's kind of been the biggest hurdle for uh, for most of us. So, uh, like I said, I, once again, I appreciate you guys for having me on again, and it's always great talking to you guys. All right, Wyatt, all the best moving forward. Congratulations on taking that uh, John Shipman Golf Classic uh, trophy away and uh, look forward to keeping tabs on you and your uh, golf career thank you for joining us oh boy thank you so much and hopefully we can cross paths and i can thank you in person so appreciate it look forward to thursday yep thank you all right wyatt worthington the second uh yes indeed he hoisted the john shippen invitational trophy and uh that dude is on his way to some pretty big things i think wow He's fantastic. Uh, just, uh, you know, a lot on the ball, and his passion for this game comes through. And By the way, he was a high school freshman when he had the opportunity to meet his idol, Tiger Woods. Got a little lesson from Tiger. And, uh, and that obviously changed his life. And probably his game. Uh, never had a lesson from uh, Tiger Woods. I don't know what you've heard. Uh, but that would be absolute. I don't know if I could especially as a high school freshman for crying out loud Mm -hmm. you know being given a lesson by tiger woods and listen to a story listen how he talked about how humble he is and how excited he is to come here i really think this will be one person from the columbus area that michiganders will embrace easy now (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I think you're absolutely right, partner. Uh, don't go away. More of the sports book coming up for you here on 760 WJR. Well, I thought for a minute, and I know that's dangerous, uh, and I thought, you know what? It'd be rude to leave the Detroit Golf Club without speaking to their president, Mr. Jason Drumheller. Uh, Jason, how are you today? Hey, Steve. I'm great. How are you? Everything is well. Say hi to my partner, Jamie Edmonds. We've met. Hey, Jamie. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Listen, there's a little something-something going on at your uh, beautiful, beautiful golf course there, Jason. Uh, It has been a while in the planning. Uh, I know uh, the plans are uh, put in motion after uh, each event is over. And lo and behold, uh, we're three days away from teeing it up. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I think if you talk to our management team, our uh, our super green superintendent Jake Mendoza, our professional staff, um, they they're going to tell you they started planning right as soon as the the putt dropped at the final group last year. But um, a lot of a lot of time, a lot of effort, planning goes into it. You know that all the all the hospitality that that goes up, all the stands. You know that started in, on May 16th. So it's a 71 day in advance uh, build out it's actually the shortest on the pga tour so the crews are there they're working hard but um you know as, as a golf club um and and the dgc team you know the 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 process goes on all year i know a lot of the members here and they are excited and embrace this they don't see it as sort of an inconvenience where they can't golf for a little bit they love it yeah it's um the the membership at DGC is, you know, in my opinion, what makes it so special. Um, just the diversity of it, um, just how everyone pulls together, and 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 the opportunity for us as as a as a membership and as a golf club to host this event. You know, there's there's so many golf and country clubs um, across the country that would love to do this, and we get the opportunity to do this, and and the impact it has um, on the surrounding community the economic impact it has in Detroit, uh, the charitable impact it has, um, we, we have great pride in it. And, you know, getting a chance to, to watch the best players in the world play our golf course, um, that's, uh, that's not bad either. was able to uh, play this beautiful course a couple of weeks ago via the Paul W. Smith uh, golf outing there, Jason, and the course obviously in fantastic shape. And when you're preparing for an event like the Rocket Mortgage Classic, Sometimes, and kudos to your staff here, it's not easy because it's been like 95 degrees for like two weeks straight around here. So there's a lot of upkeep, but clearly uh, they've been on point. Yeah, I I mentioned his name earlier, Jake Mendoza, um, our green superintendent. Him and his team have done just a phenomenal job. And I feel like I've said this every year since we've had the tournament, but the course is playing in uh, the absolute best shape that I've ever seen it. I've been a member since 2010. Um, it's firm. It's fast. Um, it's everything that I think the, the tour wants. And, and one of the, the biggest goals that, that Jake has is he doesn't want to just have the course in great shape one week out of the year. He wants to make sure it, it remains in the great shape for the, for the membership. So he wants to, build, to bring that tour experience um, to, Detroit, to Detroit Golf Club you know, throughout the season. And uh, he's, he's doing that. Steve and I were talking about all the grandstands and all the tents. There are a lot of yeah. seats. What's the best yeah. seat in the house here? 
Oh, that's a that's a good question. The the area three one three, it's really tough to beat. That's such an exciting area. Um, obviously, with this charitable impact as well, makes it even more exciting. There's a new area though that I think um, everyone is going to enjoy, and it's not it's not a part of hospitality. Anyone can go there. It's called the Treehouse. It's on the front nine, which most of the hospitality and the, and the stands are on the back, but this is on the front nine. It's going to be right. It, you can see about four holes there. It's right after the um, the par three, which would be tournament five, and you can see the players play into that green tee off on the next hole, play into the par five green, and then then tee off. So you can see two you can see two tee shots, two greens right from there, um, and that's wow. a great place. It's open to the public. I'm excited. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hanging out there for sure. Jason, I hope I'm not asking a question that's out of school. Um, but okay, how much oversight does the PGA Tour have on the host course? Um, so this, you know, we have a. Uh, Two gentlemen that work, you know, hand in hand with that are, are, are two DGC tournament chairs, Keith Szynski and Mark Douglas. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely glad I get to mention them that, because they put a lot of time and effort in. Um, but they come out and they look at the golf course and they want to make sure the golf course is playing to a certain level. Um, like for our men's league the other night, um, the greens are running at 12.8. You know, I was told they need to be running at 13 when the PGA gets in town. I'm not, they, I don't know if they run them that fast but they want them running pretty quick. So they, they want the, the golf course to be playing to certain specifications. Um, and like I said, and you, and you said you played it in, uh, in an outing recently. You can probably attest. It's, it's firm and fast, and it's, I think, everything oh, yeah. that the PGA wants it to be. So men's league is affected by this, too. <laughs> putts are it's, dropping. Sometimes it gets, uh, it gets a little tricky to make some putts when, uh, you know, the, the greens are running like they, they can. How about this? Uh, last question there, Jace. Uh, sure. Do you ever get any uh, uh, membership applications after the Rocket Mortgage Classic has shut down for another year? I would imagine uh, people come out here and see how beautiful this course is and the amenities in general. That's got to be good for business, sir. Yeah, well, DGC, we're over 800 members now. Um, and I started on the board as uh, the membership chairman. And uh, I was lucky enough through that process where the, uh, the Rocket Mortgage Classic came in. And so I saw the growth firsthand. And um, DGC has always been a hidden gem in the city. Some people knew we were here, some people didn't, but it's just um, an oasis in the city. It's so beautiful, the grounds, the courses, and um, the Rocket Mortgage has definitely helped our club, helped us with exposure. And uh, we, we've definitely enjoyed the, the new members that came from it. Well, Jason, closing, congratulations to you and your amazing staff here at the Detroit Golf Club. The only thing we can do now is uh, sit back and, and wait for what I think is going to be a stellar Rocket Mortgage Classic. What a field. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun week. I think this is the best field we've had. So um, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to see how the tournament plays out. All right, Jason, thanks for your time. Look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much. All right, Jason Drumheller, the president of the Detroit Golf Course. And uh, that is pretty much going to wrap up our time. You know, let me just let me just say, I think the three hours flew by. This is the most time we've spent together. <laughs> it's, uh, it's unbelievable. And we're still friends. Still friends. Yes. And uh, looking forward to uh, next week's exciting episode of the WJR Sportsbook. But uh, now you can put that in your resume. Mitch Album Show. Huh? Yeah.
Thanks for having me. Honestly, WJR, it's been really fun to get into radio a little bit, and I like it. Well, I've to- I've been told that for our one-year anniversary uh, next month, there will be cake. Can you make that happen? I'm looking at the guy right now. Yeah, Jeff Marcero. <laughs> cake, what, for what? <laughs> anniversary, what? How about a Miller Lite? What? Never mind. Uh, Tony Butler, thank you very much for all you do. Dave Rieger, uh, thank you. Mike Parsons back at the Radio Ranch. Appreciate your efforts. Ava was here as well. Nick Roddy, thank you, everybody. And always, thank you very much for listening to 760 WJR.